The Mino Diaries, Episode 12, Sovereignty of the Spirit, Part 9, Battle Beneath the Storm Cloud. Rain fell from dark and heavy clouds as the battle cost its climactic round. Courage held as it was found when the thunder sound shook the ground. Called loud were commands to hold ranks by powerful Achilles, chief commander of the buffalo soldiers surrounding two mighty enemies, a mother and daughter of notorious power. Known as the feeders of the fiercest buffalo men, they prayed to the spirits and summoned the storm at the break of battle between the Texacomianses and the allied plains tribes gathered in the north by the pressures of their oppressors, wanting to make them lesser. The tribes had gathered around the remaining buffalo herds and rose to fight at the arrival of their enemies on the grassy field, unwilling to yield. The wolf women fought hard and strong, long as they could, to not be brought down before ample blood was spilt in the compensation for their defeat. Submission was treason against the freedom of their souls, and they would not retreat even as they were beat down by the buffalo soldiers like river water eroding a sandbank. The battle beneath the storm cloud commenced until there were only two wolf women left to face the buffalo men. The older, mother between the two, was Tall Crane, mighty warrior immune to fear and battle pain who stood tall like a man, strong like a bell. Changing to the form of a silver wolf, she ripped many to shreds in her teeth and had slashed more with the tip of her spear beneath the shadow of the clouds against the haze of the rain. Tall Crane braced herself with her daughter, White Moon, who was young and fierce, primed for the attack. The battle rolled as the thunder boomed and lightning flashed up and down the hilly terrain, the weapons crashing and ringing with collision. Among the buffalo soldiers was a young Ben Blackbird, who learned the truth of battle that day, for its intensity and bloodshed, no glory or thrill to watching your own killed, smelling fear and bracing for collisions, breakage while the shrill of war cries rung in your ear, rain clouding your vision. Most terrifying was the quickness of the two Mino as they moved through the ranks of the buffalo soldiers like blurs of white and silver. The warriors, as the rest of their people, had chosen death before submission and dishonor. Nothing left to lose, nothing more to prove beyond their righteous ferocity and wrath. They fought with the supernatural rage and power, doubling back on the Texacomianses with a larger and braver force than was expected, seeking retribution for crimes committed by the army across the plains onto their people. Every soldier defeated was a sliver of vindication for children murdered, women raped, land stolen, species wiped out, excusable for the demands of conquest and settlement. The buffalo soldiers faced the last standing Mino on the field, whose eyes blazed their welcome to the violence of passage to a warrior's heaven, earned by a fight with every last bit of their soul's courage and insistence to resist. A mother and daughter, ready to fall as one, fighting with quickness the men had never known, changing from women to she-wolves at will. They suffered injuries but seemed immune to the pain, refusing to fall like a miracle summoned their bodies were untouchable by bullets fired. An invisible force seemed on their side, sending the wind to bend physics and deflect the bullets. Fate's decision was that no man of that field would defeat these women from a coward's distance. Only by direct combat would glory be attained for these Mino slain. 
As Tall Crane fought at her young daughter's side, prepared to die with a mighty war cry, she was stunned with the vision of her daughter's future, of generations descended who would course through further destiny. Suddenly, the intention of the battle took on a different energy as she turned to her daughter and said, You may not die on this field with me. The Most High has shown me what will be. You have to go on and live, survive this fight and preserve our people with your life. It happened so fast, White Moon could not hold back her mother's channeling of the Star Rats, which persisted through their bloodline since ancient time when the Star Princess Nikonakin fell from the sky. Their ancestors carried the firelight to be reserved, saved for the most dire fight. Its power summoned carried a steep price. Knowing the risk, Tall Crane called on the force, ever dormant in her soul and her form glowed as her spear rose with the fury of thunder which had been caged. She beat down their enemies across the field, her fury forcing retreating yields in submission. Ben Blackbird had never witnessed such power in his life, as released at the battle where it rained into the night, illuminated by Tall Crane's starlight, spear blazing quick lightning in the hottest fire. On that day, the power of the Seven Feather tribe was known and their enemies retreated, chased off into the distance. At the battle's end, Tall Crane's strength left her body and she collapsed in her daughter's arms as her light diminished. She touched the White Moon's face before she passed on with a quiet exhale. At that instant, White Moon felt the star energy transfer from her mother into her own soul to carry within the force of prime light fire. Wary of the wolf women's wrath unleashed again, with their supplies and numbers depleted, courage and will to fight fleeting among the men, the Texacomianzas initiated an end to the buffalo wars at the height of a hill on neutral ground, where the young Ben Blackbird was present for the drafting and signing of new treaties, this time to be upheld by the very buffalo soldiers who fought on the field. Ben Blackbird became an agent of indigenous and settler relations and went on to travel north and south from tribe to tribe, growing close to the Seven Feather who taught him their language and offered their respect for his courage on the battlefield. He grew closer still to White Moon, now the medicine woman who carried the star power in her heart. She grew fond of the enemy turned advocate of her people and ironically or by destiny. Their hearts searched for each other across the years, and between them, a miracle manifested in the womb of White Moon, who would grow up to be the fierce daughter, Little Moon.